I started Cobra Kai with one nerd. This is a step up. And if we're gonna be taken seriously, we need a name that commands respect. A name that elicits power and dominance. Cobras are strong. They may be the king of the jungle, but the world's more than just a jungle. And there's only one animal that can kill a snake. A mongoose? A real animal, Bert. Welcome to Eagle Fang Karate. Welcome to No Mercy, uh, an Eagle Fang flyby. My name is Jacob Burrows and I represent Miyagi-Do because when my daughter clearly needs therapy, I take her fishing. And my name is Jim Scampoli. I represent Eagle Fang Karate because I know that a mongoose isn't a real animal. <laughs> Very good. We're here this week uh, to talk about Season 3, Episode 7 of Cobra Kai, or should we say Eagle Fang Karate? It may as well. We just fucking rebrand the whole thing. Uh, or maybe Cobra Kai Karate, but with three Ks. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, it's Episode 7, anyway. Obstaculos, I guess, which is, means obstacles. Um, this one is directed by Jennifer Carlotta. Uh, who has directed two episodes of each season so far. Um, and the story is by the big three, along with Alyssa Forlater. I should look this stuff up in advance. Um, who also wrote the screenplay. So continuing the theme of, you know, the big three being uh, involved in the story construction and then handing off the actual cobbling together of the screenplay for a lot of these, well, for a lot of the episodes to... Uh, uh, screenwriter, uh, who has, I looked up what she'd done previously, but she'd only worked on like a show called Teachers. I don't know if you ever saw that one and a couple of other things, but like more or less um, one of her first big shows to work on the world, the, the show Teachers, she worked on loads, but anyway, yeah, it looks uh, like she's she, on the, she's on the come up because yeah, I was, I was looking yeah. at what she worked on as well. And a lot of like, she's a writer's assistant, production staff and like uh, you know, staff writer to getting like full credit for teleplays. So good to see, love to see it. Uh, I mean, we hate to see it because we wish it was us. <laughs> yes, but very true. It's good that it's happening to someone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're we're talking about episode seven here. Um. Kind of. Uh. If this uh, episode in some ways feels like it's firing us into um the the last bits of the season if that makes sense we're sort of accelerating a little bit but what we got to do at this point of course is check in with how char- where where characters are at what they're interested in what they're fighting to- against and towards and i feel like cobra kai loves to show this like in a dream sequence uh often yeah um, previously it's been they could also be like training montages training montages and dream sequences to kind of show where characters are at usually with a sensei giving a speech but in this case it's a dream <clears throat> sequence where sam uh is fighting tori and i think it's you know fairly clear early on that it's a dream it, it wouldn't yeah. be past tori to just show up to be fair uh, so it's not totally unrealistic but i think I mean, they even have her say, like, it's your fault what happened to Miguel and yeah. <laughs> and Robbie and everything. Like, these thoughts that we know she has. And she kind of drowns herself. Um, well, sorry, Tori drowns her, but in her dream. And she wakes up. So that's kind of showing where she's at after the big fight, basically, is, well, I mean, the latest 
news from, I, from Sam, I think. And I guess we've only seen dreams from Sam and uh, Johnny, right? Or am I forgetting one? See, I was trying to look at this. I'm not sure because I wanted to figure out how many dreams there have actually um, been. Because, I mean, show, Johnny's had sure. the obvious one where it's like a rock video and, you know, Carmen's there yeah. and everything's like cool and, you know, perfect Johnny yeah, yeah, yeah. dream. And I feel like we, we've we had to have seen at least one other Sam dream similar to this. I feel like I could be misremembering. I also thought that, but I, I only went back and checked this season because i was like they love starting with a dream sequence and the episodes kind of show where people are at that's what i think happened with johnny like or i think that was the start of an episode um you know his dream about carmen but i didn't find any more in this season we don't need to get hung up on this yeah Uh, but i I think it's interesting the way they uh kind of choose to do that obviously unless we could count miguel's coma dream as well i guess not really oh yeah that's true yeah not quite the same but yeah that that has to count uh i almost was expecting like the switcheroo because you know sometimes they'll do something like this and it's clearly a dream but then it's like tori's dream and then it like says Mm, a whole different thing of how like oh my god is she second guessing who she's becoming but no i mean that's not the case but i just appreciate when uh they do that sometimes with one of these for sure. And speaking of training montages, we get a, a great one where we basically kind of fast forward Miguel's development and we see how Johnny's right there by his side, helping him every step of the way, as he's said he would in his own uh, in his own way, <laughs> making him run obstacle courses, making him lift a keg um, and, you know, throwing balls at him. Not afraid to have him fall over, but at least he's not falling off a railing. So it's fine. And basically just a minute into this montage, we see them walking up all cool, throwing <laughs> away the, the wheelchair and the crutches. And I will say now, since we're recording, um, you know, way later, we're recording these kind of weekly or um, I'm going to be recreating this with my own crutches because I'm moving house oh, shortly. Nice. I have no reason to hang on to the crutches that I got uh, anymore because I'm fucking walking like a motherfucker. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to recreate this scene. I almost expect someone to be upset by this because it's like just because you don't need that wheelchair or crutches anymore doesn't mean someone else doesn't. So I think there's better uses. I mean, that wheelchair looks like brand new, my dude. You're tossing it in the dumpster. (laughs) Tossing it in a dumpster, much like a young Daniel LaRusso trying to throw his bike in the dumpster. Uh, we need Miss. Where's Mister Miyagi when you need him to take those things out of the trash and make them uh, put them to good use? Yeah, make them whole again. <laughs> um, uh, and the slow motion walk up, it's very similar to what it must be like season two, I think, when um, Johnny gets like his his new ride, his Cobra Kai ride, and they both kind of slow mo walk up, fist bump, yeah, kind yeah, of. yeah. So love oh, to they see do that it. here as well. Um, I don't. I, I assume there was a fist bump before, but yeah, they're getting in the car and all. Um, so then they're kind of hanging out after the training. Uh, Johnny's asking, "How long does it take for a Facebook message to be delivered?" Because we all remember, like, not much. You, yeah. <laughs> and I love that we can see her really long message, and then his <laughs> not much. You, <laughs> and he's just there refreshing it. <laughs> it's great stuff. Um, Miguel's more interested in talking about like how are we gonna rebrand and get the dojo up and running again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we need, they need, uh, well, because Miguel wants the, uh, wait, who wants the new name? Is Miguel the one looking for the new name here? But Johnny's like, well, we need students. And then Miguel's basically, well, I'm back in school, so I could get some, uh, I could do some a little recruiting. 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's some suggestions like All American Karate, Johnny Lawrence Karate, and they're like, and and I thought All American Karate was pretty good. The Strike Hard Karate, uh, but Johnny's like, nah, it's not good enough. And <laughs> Miguel's like, yeah, it's too bad. Cobra Kai is already so badass. <laughs> Such a badass <laughs> name for a dojo. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's um, basically it's. Um, Miguel's job is going to be to find students, and Johnny's job is going to be to find a place to train. Is yes. where we leave it. Yeah. Um, so then we have um, Sam after, presumably after, right after waking up in a cold sweat, she goes outside, <laughs> and her parents are there, like, you know what, we think you should do karate, and she's like, no, <laughs> and walks off. Um, well, it's also so, kind of like. Yeah. Um, it's like creepy the way they're they're like clearly sitting there waiting for her <laughs> and you know with like I don't know like Stepford smiles almost like oh uh, we're just uh, weird to see you here and then you know yeah they're talking about how they're gonna bring back Miyagi Do and it is the classic thing in a story where uh, you know some characters think they're giving the other character exactly what they want like this is what you've wanted. But, you know, we've passed the point now where as because we know Sam better than her parents do. And, you know, Sam's got some trauma and some stress she's dealing with and she maybe doesn't want to do karate no more. And I have to point out that I kind of had like a moment where I related to Kyler briefly, not that because he's in this scene, but because she comes out. And Daniel's like, oh, I brewed some of this tea I brought home uh, from Okinawa. Yeah. And it's like, I do get that you're excited about the tea, Daniel. But also, you this is all you do. You're always <laughs> like, hey, here's some sushi. The thing I like. <laughs> here's, like, Sam surely has other interests. Like, I don't think Okinawan tea is necessarily that's something she'd be as hyped about. By the way, where'd he get that tea? Learned the tea ceremony from. Uh, is this like cheating but, tea? I don't even no, know. No, I would actually argue that him talking about being in Okinawa does show an understanding that he has spoken to Amanda and let her know that he was in Okinawa. He was with uh, Kumiko and Chosen and all the old gang. There's absolutely no <laughs> way he mentioned Kumiko. Uh, but he, he definitely must have explained about... Well, I, I guess maybe he said... I. There's no way he told the whole truth and nothing but the truth. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to speculate on it, but you're right. He does say Okinawa, and she does not turn to him like, wait, Okinawa? I thought you were in Tokyo. So at least that's something, but it's yeah. not enough for me, Jacob Burrows. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so I was kind of relating to Kyler there in that, is this all you care about? But I also wanted to say uh, about Sam's current stitch where she's at, like, I do like obviously there's the trauma but also consider this even looking forward in this storyline when they're like fishing and he tries to convince her to you know balance and learn karate or whatever last time she took daniel's advice she ended up on the warpath he was the one who was like That's you true. can't run from things you have to run straight at them so no wonder she wants to sit all this shit out when that ended so badly like it was not just that she was running towards danger it was that she was taking her dad's actual advice and actioning it and it ended up horrible so no matter what he's suggesting here i would respect her for being a bit doubtful on it yeah, yeah. And I mean, it does lead to Daniel kind of having um, some self-awareness. But I mean, we yeah. always talk about how Daniel's caught up in all these things and he's kind of missing stuff with his family. But I also feel like he is he still is doing those things mostly for maybe not 100 percent for his family, but it's mostly with his family in mind uh, and, and trying to protect them. But he does get lost in the sauce a bit and he's starting to realize that. 
uh, yeah, he's he's been he hasn't been home and he hasn't been in Sam's life that much to understand like fully what she's going through. Yeah, absolutely. And and Daniel, I mean, if you think about it, Daniel is literally like uh, a sports dad who's like yeah. really into football or whatever. And the only way he can relate to his kid is to like play football with them or encourage them to join the school team and come and cheer them on. It's that but karate. Like literally the, his his daughter has this trauma. He brings her to like, hey, remember I won this tournament when I was your age. So you should also be doing karate. Now, I'm that's like over complaining uh, because I do like uh, Daniel. I think his heart is in the right place and he i think what he's giving in this episode is good advice um but it's just funny that we like he's such a big nerd because it's karate uh but if it was like football or whatever it was the, be the most standard masculine thing to do ever which is to like instead of talking about your emotions just uh you know dress it all up in some sort of sport <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely uh miguel's back in school they even have a sign that says welcome back miguel because uh he's popular now uh now the thing with this stuff here though i mean i i get it for the sake of the story but how feasible is it that miguel does not know stuff that's happened because i mean we've seen that miguel uh, has been on, like, when he was in his hospital room, he's on his Instagram seeing Hawk kick a fucking tree off a off a log. I mean, does he not follow Dimitri? Is Dimitri not on social media? Is this news not traveling here? Uh, what do you think? Well, if you're thinking specifically, like, about the fight in... Um you know, in the laser tag place and the arm break, I yeah. I don't think he would have seen that even if he was active on social media because, like, but I Hawk's just mean, not good. But Dimitri's yeah. going to have a cast on. Yeah, but I I, I don't know. I, I think uh, uh, Miguel is too cool to spend too much time on social media. He was just doing it uh, because he was literally in bed. He's literally been doing that training montage nonstop. Fair. Uh, and, yeah. like, chugging bottled water and then getting back out there. You're so, telling me he doesn't know. at least take a peek sometimes on Johnny's computer? I was like, oh, let me log into my account real quick. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has a phone, um, and I'm, I maybe he checked it, but he has been very focused on actually uh, getting better and all of that. So I and also I think this just goes to show how disconnected everything is. I think as far as like what this season's been showing as well is that the bullshit of both Miyagi Do and Cobra Kai saying, "Oh, we're doing this for Miguel. This is all for Miguel." Yeah. Meanwhile, like one or two people have gone to see him once or twice uh, because they're all too awkward about the fighting that happened and everything. And they're all like, oh, they, they're Miguel's Cobra guy, like the whole thing. And meanwhile, he's completely disconnected from what's going on. And especially when p- people keep saying stuff to him, like, don't worry, we'll get them back for what yeah. they did to you or whatever. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is, That's not my life right now. I'm dealing with this shit. You're not. Like nobody else got hurt. Like he said to Tori, I did. Yeah, um, true. So I just see it as him kind of being disconnected from everything, which I did find believable. But I do get where you're coming from as well. Yeah, I wish you would have saw it when he was online tagging Johnny in their pictures from the D. Snyder concert. But I yeah. guess he was <laughs> too hung up with Johnny to check out with his friends. But anyways, yeah, I, I'm just I'm nitpicking. Uh, but yeah, he sees Dimitri here in school, sees his big cast after he was just, you know, uh, mixing it up with Hawk a bit. Uh, so he's catching up with uh the you know this the school life and then we still see yasmin yasmin and dimitri of course still have their back and forth going on the will they won't they spoilers they will 
Uh, <laughs> uh, Dimitri and Yasmin, I feel like, like I, I'm not opposed. I just feel like Dimitri needs a few more likable qualities, yeah. you know, because I do like him. But I swear they're trying to make me dislike him more and more as the show goes on, where he's just continually just obsessed with his weird stuff. And, you know, I know that's what life is like for a lot of nerds like ourselves who are obsessed with things like No Mercy and Eagle Fang Flyby. But uh, maybe I'm just forgetful on his, like, positive qualities and insights and stuff. But I feel like we haven't really seen as much of, like, the genuine good guy underneath all of that surface nerd stuff, you know? Because yeah. I feel like, I'm sure that's there. I just feel like we only get him being bullied, picked on, his arm broken, and him being a massive tool. <laughs> we don't <laughs> get, like, the genuine, cool Dimitri that I think the character is. It's just, like, a bit weird that he never gets to have, like, genuine moments, I feel. Maybe I'm just forgetful. Well, I would say, yeah, in this season, for sure. I mean, they spent some time with him in season two, but a yeah. lot of like the Miyagi Do guys have taken a step back. And I mean, also Cobra Kai people uh, to an extent as well, because Miyagi Do at this moment doesn't exist. They're in the process of trying to bring it back. And of course, Johnny's not, Johnny and Miguel have not been in Cobra Kai, so we only see glances of that. Uh, but yeah, but Johnny's on the, on the come up. He's looking at a nice place. He's got some, there's some great juice. They got like a spa juice bar. They want to check his credit. He kind of would, uh, would rather they don't, <laughs> they don't check that out. <laughs> um, and of course, I mean, it's clear that it's not something he could set up or afford. He tries to, which, which I assume he does the thing here, which I assume he did with, is it Sid? That was the landlord of uh, what's that guy's name? Or uh, I forget his name. No, no, Sid's his, his stepdad. Yeah, I, yeah, but it's, it's the other Sid's. guy. Um, but anyways, because he gets him with the handshake deal, and we know that that was actually his undoing uh, <laughs> with his last rental because that was also a handshake deal, which Chris yes. was easily <laughs> able to, to take out from underneath him, um, and it's not going to work here. And then he goes to a really big shithole, nice, uh, like complete other side of it. But he's he's looking at the upside, like, hey, coat of paint, little elbow grease. I mean, he's done it before. He could do it again, but it's three grand. So they throw in like a nice property value joke because uh, it's in L.A. You're going to be paying money no matter what. Uh, and he immediately, once he hears the price, he, he goes from being like, oh, this could work to like, what? This place sucks. Where's the juice <laughs> <Yes>. bar? <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, his name is Armand. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Thank you. He's apparently in, uh, Borat. Yeah, he's, film. he's, um, or is he, he's, he's the one, they run around naked, right? Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Borat in like 10 years. Yeah. But <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. When they run around naked, like in that, cause he's like his guide or, uh, I forget. Yeah. I haven't seen it in decades, but I remember they run around naked. Cool. Yeah, I mean, he's in so much shit. Just because I ended up on his uh, Wikipedia now, in so many films and TV shows. Uh, very colorful actor, I must say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's great. <laughs> uh, he's great. Um, he's in The Cape. Wow, my favorite show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like you said, kind of looking at these different places ending up. It's a good joke where he ends up talking to a guy in the park uh, who's like, yeah, can I go back to my family? Yeah. Like, kind of stepping down and down. And you know what? It's not a bad solution. People do Tai Chi in the park or whatever. And he's like, but how do you feel about this? Because it, sometimes you're like, Johnny can't be this dumb. So 
is this uh, does this make sense to you because i think it kind of does where people I, aren't sure if they need a permit or whatever yeah know. this kind of it, it it is it's on the borderline of making him too yeah. dumb but it's a funny Wait, this is a park you say <laughs> like you park a car yeah <laughs> it's a funny enough gag that i forgive it like some of the other ones i don't forgive because i don't feel like the joke's funny enough so i'm like ah that's stupid yeah. like but this kind of makes sense a little bit where, you know, uh, Johnny does is like kind of being enlightened to the idea of a public park. <laughs> yeah. The benefits of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking of the outdoors life, of course, we have Sam and Daniel going fishing, um, which, you know, I guess she's like, uh, thinks this is a ruse. Like, she's like, yeah, it's better than going to school. Obviously, she's not too keen on just being around people at all. She's uh, traumatized, as we've said. They tell a little story about how Mr. Miyagi came out there with them before, which kind of reminds, it's it's a, I don't, uh, yeah, I think it's nice to have these reminders that he was around yeah. where, you know, outside of the films and was part of, like, Sam growing up, that, like, she, he was, like, even a big part of her life, um, which I suppose makes it more understandable when Daniel's like, hey, I got that Okinawan tea. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's not just his thing. It was someone who was part of their like whole family dynamic. Um, and they taught her to balance on the bow. I kind of forget where the scene ends, but she's kind of like, I knew it. I knew you brought me out here as some fucking uh, training exercise shit. Yeah, because sneakily trade me in karate, even though I said no. Well, because <laughs> he pushes too far because, you know, like it's it, it, to us. Well, to me, anyways, it's already clear when he's doing like cast the rod's going to come up again. And it does. And I kind of hate that it does. Uh, but he does the cast the rod and then he brings up, yeah, coming out there. Like when's the last time we were out here? Oh, when Mr. Miyagi and, you know, we couldn't get you like it's a nice call back to Daniel balancing on the boat and you could see that they were doing the same thing and she has great balance. But then he pushes too far because he's like, maybe we'd try it again for old time's sake. And it's yeah. like, all right. Jesus Christ, dad, fucking chill out. And um, I think she tells the story of like just basically how she froze up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think she gets into it here. Yeah. Uh, let me ch check. I'm just trying to find. Yeah, because she kind of opens up about that now she's having panic attacks and yes. which obviously it doesn't matter how good she is at fighting if she's just going to freeze up, uh, which is, you know, I, I think what we get to later in the storyline, it really does tie in, even though uh, so many parts of uh, the Karate Kid part three is not as good as part one or even part two, to, in my opinion, in many ways, but it's very relevant to tie it back in here. I actually because, was, yeah, I was going to yeah. say that same thing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that, that was that was pretty much it I had to say there. I mean, if we want to talk about that for it, a sec, where makes they're it, packing up the boat and all. Well, yeah, because it makes it, like when he, I mean, it, it kind of comes after, but... When they go back to the All Valley Sports Arena and then he ties it in with his flashbacks, uh, like when he's fighting Mike Barnes. And yeah. um, I mean, plus, it's just always great seeing Miyagi as well. And I even had the thought watching this. I was like, oh, this makes Karate Kid 3 feel like a better movie. Yes, because <laughs> because Pat Morita is still like bringing it. And it's it's still like, especially in this context of Cobra Kai, it comes off as a better moment and, you know, must not lose to fear. Uh, 
it, it hits because a lot I swear better. in the Karate Kid Part Three, that's not what they were doing. It was yeah. just kind of like Mr. Miyagi needs to say something inspirational here. Like maybe I missed it. I don't know. But the way they frame it here, I totally agree. Yeah. That like with his talking about it and like the slow motion of the clips and everything, and Mr. Miyagi's speech there about it's okay to lose to your opponent, but not to lose to fear. Um, which is also so in line with. Mr. Miyagi overall as well, where, you know, even in the first film, like, yeah, you as long as you fight him and as long as it's a good fight, it doesn't matter if you win. Uh, like, you just need to focus and everything. And the, the fact that it works, yeah, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. I think Sam's storyline, honestly, like throughout this season has been um, a really, really solid one um, as far as like showing where she was at the end of last season and where she's ending up here. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a great moment. Yeah, yeah, and I do think it ret- it is one of those things where it's so easy to retroactively make like to use a, to do a sequel or a reboot and and people say you can't like erase the original and I know there's truth to that, but you kind of can retroactively make something worse. Uh, yeah. and I feel like it's easier to do that and but what they accomplish here is they retroactively make something that's you know, I I, I don't think it's terrible, but it's clearly not that great, but they make it better. And they, they use it in a very smart way. And then he kind of ends that with like, you know, I'll always be there for you just like Mr. Miyagi was for me. So, uh, you know, good, good stuff. Yeah, and, it, and it's a great line before that as well where, where he says that you're the only one who can pick yourself back up. Like yes. no one else can. And like I can, I'll be there for you, but it's you're the one who has to fight fear and so do all of us but yeah it's it's it is because he's kind of instead of like saying yeah just train to fight karate and everything will be fine he's actually giving some solid advice here <laughs> uh yeah cutting back to we we go back to the school where uh dimitri's there and kyler and like I know we've uh, we've talked a lot about how Tori is insane, and now I'm like realizing more and more that Kyler's kind of insane. <laughs> like, I kind of love Kyler because <laughs> I don't know he has this insane swag that you're, <laughs> that you're saying that when he's like, "Oh, you thought I was gonna drop your tray?" Ah, uh, man, I'm not. I wouldn't do that. It just immediately drops it in the bin instead of on the floor or whatever. And I don't know why that's funny to me because it's such a stupid thing. Like, it's not funny at all yeah. doing that to someone, but it's just funny the way he does it <laughs> but he's just like he's a he's a he's a masochist or a sadist here like he, he has to keep like rubbing it in and then you know we catch back up like because we we then see ass face getting denied uh from by hawk to sit with like the cobra kai's at lunch he has to go to the rejects table and then when we catch back in kyler's drawn a big fucking dick on on his cast, uh, on Dimitri's cast. And he has to be like, Oh, this guy's got a dick in his hand. So everyone can laugh. Um, but I guess it's just the general bullies are kind of crazy. Uh, I mean, in the midst of that, of course we do have Miguel, uh, coming up to Hawk and, you know, challenging him on, on what he did to Dimitri. And he does hit him hard with, you know, so these are your new friends now. Uh, because mm-hmm. of course, Kyler, it's starting to, I mean, we're going to get more into Hawk as we get later in the season. It's starting to make more sense to me, but ah, we'll talk to it when we get to it. I don't want to jump in. Yeah, I was going to ask, actually, because this is uh, this has to be an important point in Hawk's journey because yeah. he's just kept saying that everything is for Miguel or whatever, and Miguel shows up like, hey, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> um, 
because he's like talking about how you know Johnny our sensei betrayed us or whatever like because because Miguel's like you you betray our sensei after everything he's done for us and he's like he betrayed us and if we think about it what he's saying there is he betrayed us by teaching us to show mercy so that you got hurt mm. he betrayed us and you got hurt but Miguel's there like what the fuck are you talking about I'm again he's the one who actually paid the price for that not you so why are you upset at at him when I'm telling you that's bullshit and also of course I don't know if Hawk knows this but obviously we know Johnny's been the one to help him get back uh and walk and all this shit so so for Hawk to see that firsthand to not because even just you know 10 minutes before when when Miguel is arriving in school they're like hey cool buddy great to see you and then uh Miguel's kind of seeing the 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 craziness that's gone on without him, like because it would seem like if you had a huge fight like that in the school, after that things would kind of chill out, right? Because yeah. people realized because it went too far, right? And then you come by, back and like the two people who were probably your best friends in school, they're like breaking each other's arms, <laughs> and you're like, was it not enough? What happened to me? Yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, and I mean, we see how he, he, this plan, like. I, I guess it does show that like how disconnected Miguel is because to even think to, to even think at this moment that Hawk would like leave Cobra Kai. He's so Cobra Kai, uh, but yeah. maybe they're chipping away. And, you know, speaking of that, we do see that Yasmin, former slash current mean girl, uh, is kind of maybe seeing things a little differently because she's not laughing at Dimitri as everyone else is. Yeah. Um, and so sort of continuing at that chipping away, perhaps we have Johnny actually showing up in school, of course, (laughs) why wouldn't he? Um, and kind of, uh, saying the same stuff that Miguel was saying firsthand, talking to, uh, the Cobra Kai saying, look, I know I messed up and I'm sorry. And I gave up. But what he's apologizing for is that he just vanished at the end of like season two. Um, instead of apologizing for starting to teach them shit that made things go sideways, which yeah. is what they still think but, because they're brainwashed. <laughs> true. I also do think there's an element as well of like, I think Johnny realizes he he could have fought more for oh, yeah. them, you know, if like he did just kind of give up. So I do think he, he feels like he kind of fucked up in that respects as well. And, and those respects as well. Uh, so I think there's a part was, of it um, there. I think that there was a great moment where, um, you know, where Miguel tells him to shut up when he's standing with the sort of braces a few episodes ago. Yeah. He tells him to shut up and kind of tells him that he gave up. Uh, I think that's just a great touching point to get us here because he never would have been able to say this shit like before that. So again, Miguel, heart of the show. Yes, absolutely. And what about the lead up to this? where Johnny doesn't get the reference to drinking the (laughs) Kool-Aid. Do you think that's making him too dumb? I enjoyed it, though. (laughs) No, I enjoyed it. I mean, anyone who's a foreigner might just not get that, you know. (laughs) Uh, I know he's not a foreigner. He's all-American. He does all-American karate, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that, that's fine for me. I'm usually fine with him being dumb, but as you say, sometimes it's not yeah. funny enough, but I think it, I think that's a good example of it being funny enough. But yeah, he does make the, he makes a, a great impassioned plea for his dojo. And, you know, like we talked about apologizes, he walks away and out of force of habit, he does slap a nerd's books out of his hands, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, sorry, kid, old habit. That's very funny. Um, yeah, and he tells them all to show up to his new cool dojo. 
Um, then we have the scene with Daniel and Sam that we already talked about. Um, so moving on from there, we have Yasmin. <laughs> even after they draw the dick on him, like Kyler like hits the back of uh, the back of Dimitri's head and like does a big <laughs> jerk off motion to yeah. him. Um, and Jasmine just shows up and gets a marker because he already asked her to uh, sign his cast earlier. And she writes like, I love your big dick. Yeah, love, your, bi- love uh, your big dick. Uh, love your big dick. And it, it's Jasmine. Are you saying Jasmine? Yeah. Sorry, what's the difference? Are you saying Jasmine? But it is. Yasmin with a Y. Okay, that's I see. No, I'm Swedish. But I know I was going to say you're Swedish, so I'm sorry. I <laughs> I can't like there is no Y in my <laughs> <Yeah>. country. <laughs> you know I call you Yim a lot of the that's time. That's true. So. Yeah, I didn't mean to call you out, but I didn't want I didn't want to get all the emails that are like Jacob's mispronouncing things. Oh, don't get me started on my uh, fucking uh, Hamilton video and the fact that I say Lin-Manuel Miranda, uh, Miranda when it's like, it's not man, ma- or what do I say? I said it wrong anyway, oh. <laughs> like Emmanuel and not like uh, Manuel. But I'm like, how good is your pronunciation of Swedish <laughs> That's names? true. Uh, Fair enough. Anyway, that was not a complaint to you. Uh, go watch my Hamilton video. It's, uh, it's popping off. It's popping. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a good yeah. video. Uh, but back to here, she does, she does reveal. It's kind of like she, she reminds me cause I forgot about the front wedgie. She got the front wedgie yes. by Aisha yeah. at the like uh, river party or lake party that they were at. And, you know, everyone did laugh at her. So it did kind of give her a little bit more perspective and, you know, they're like, ah, let's not make this a thing. And, you know, awkwardly, uh, leave. And then we cut back to Sam She's uh, doing the Karate Kid 3 thing, I think, uh, training in, in Miyagi-Do. Well, I never know, like, this is not Miyagi-Do. This is their home one, right? This is he, their, yeah, he has the home you don't, dojo. Don't you have multiple dojos? Uh, <laughs> like, this is the home dojo. This is the casual dojo. Yes, that's right. This is where Robbie lived for a little while. It's like their yes. guest house is like a dojo or whatever. Because sometimes I yeah. get lost because Miyagi-Do looks similar, of course. But, uh, yeah, to remind myself. No, you know, but but like I think they they did clear out like Mr. Miyagi's place in season one, right? So it wasn't like a dojo at the time. But yeah, Daniel doesn't want to bring all these kids to his home to train in his personal dojo, <laughs> so he he did it at the Miyagi place instead. Anyway, Daniel's there. They kind of start fighting with sticks, and as you say, they bring back like cast the rod, and she's like, "Haha!" And it's I, I guess this scene is just kind of to bookend where we're at, where she's back back in it and 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 feeling good about folks and and fighting. Yeah, and it's kind of a nice parallel to how Daniel's getting getting his groove back and then we have Johnny in the park and he's getting back into it. So our main heroes are, you know, fighting back to be senseis again. And uh that's where her kind of the opening clip where we get the reveal here of Eagle Fang karate and then there's a fake out where Hawk shows up and we think like, oh, great. Like Johnny's even like, great, still got it. And he assumes that they're, they're here to join the dojo. But as we see, it's just now Cobra Kai rolls up with crease crease looking fucking cool as hell, by the way. Holy shit. That (laughs) coat. He's no longer living at the homeless shelter. I guess he's living just in the back of the dojo, but still wherever he got that coat, he looks like a badass with his sunglasses. And you know, uh, I'd be intimidated when he rolls up and just talks shit at you. He gives one last chance to like join forces again. Uh, and then like tells him he's going to regret it or, or whatever like i don't 
I don't really remember uh, the details of it, but he, he looks great. Yeah, he's basically giving him this is he is saying this is like the the last chance, like this is it. Yeah. Although, like, I don't believe that. Crease, like, he desperately wants Johnny back under his wing, but yeah. yeah, he's being foreboding here. Like, okay, you know, you've made your choice. Um, oh, and he kind of like yeah, he throws a little shade at Miguel, like about getting uh, you know paralyzed or whatever, and then they kind of almost have a hawk. Miguel showdown, and yeah, there's not going to be another chance, and then they walk off, and that's kind of it. Yeah. yeah, which again, so silly when like Miguel walks up, Hawks walk up, Hawk walks up against him. Like, yeah, what are you gonna fucking put him back in a coma now? <laughs> yeah, after you've done all this stuff to help him, like, like to quote, break his him. arm now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that kind of again, I you know we couldn't have Chris not be in this episode. We have to remind everyone that there's fucking threats out there, and like the stakes are still bubbling up in the background. Not saying this is a complaint at all. I think it's a good place to end the episode where it's kind of like, yeah, and also all the shit that just happened is important because they're kind of behind. Everyone's kind of behind uh, Cobra Kai at the moment. I mean, uh, Miyagi Do has even been closed. Eagle Fang's just gotten their T-shirts printed up, so. Uh, extra small sizes only <laughs> what are the so, what yeah. are your thoughts in general on eagle fang is this something that's going to stick around or is this just kind of a goof for now like do you think how far would the, are they going to push this do you feel i feel like people on the internet have really taken to eagle fang karate yeah. i feel because it's a funny joke um but uh i think this is like a, a placeholder <laughs> yeah this is temporary because I mean, like, because even though Crease uh, obviously is pitching this like evil version of Cobra Kai, there is this version of Cobra Kai that's Johnny's, and I mean, the show is called Cobra Kai, so we want Johnny to be Cobra Kai, just not with Crease. Yeah. But then again, are we going to be sad if Eagle Fang Karate goes away? I'll be fine with it. <laughs> I'll be okay. Like again, it's a good joke. Uh, it's really funny about the mongoose. It's also very silly. But like, I don't, I don't really care if Eagle Fang goes yeah. away. Sorry, because I think I'm we're the one Eagle Fang <laughs> podcast out there. But still, I think I go through this back and forth in my head as I'm trying to decide if I should order an Eagle Fang shirt. Because I'm like, <laughs> is this just a flash in the pan? Am I just being a victim? Am I just falling victim to marketing right now? Uh, I do give give a shout out to Assface. I love his delivery on uh, anyone else feeling a little snug here. <laughs> and then Johnny yeah. hits him with the do more pushups. Uh, but uh, I think I love his delivery uh, when he like looks at everyone kind of a little confused. It's great. Yeah, Assface is good. Right, that's the end of episode seven. Thanks for uh, chatting about it with me, Jim, and everyone at home. If you have opinions, thoughts on the episode that we didn't bring up, please feel free to. Uh, send them to shows what you know show at gmail.com or you could go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and include any feedback, any thoughts on the show. We'll be sure to include it in upcoming discussions. Um, I'll uh, also keep uh, forgetting to mention, but you can follow us on Twitter at yes. shows what you know. That's you, the letter you, um, where we currently have everything set to full Cobra Kai um, because we're no mercy on there, but we will up- we update it based on what shows we discuss. And there's lots of other shows discussed at showswhatyouknow.com, uh, such as every episode of uh, The Sopranos, uh, lots of shitty episodes of Westworld, Ooh. and uh, all sorts of other good stuff, historical 
movies and television on real history season two upcoming or maybe it's started already uh if you're uh, depending on when when you're listening to this but yeah season two of real history where we talk about historical films and tv lots of content um i hate the word everyone does but it is what it is and it is available at showswhatyouknow.com absolutely i think there's just one more thing left to say oh what's that jim strike first strike hard no No mercy. mercy